the church, and and uh, we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. But turn with me, if you would, to 1 Corinthians 11, and uh, and I want to read to you a few verses there, and then if you want to go ahead and find Luke 22, I want to read to you a few verses there also. Let's all stand as we honor God's Word. Um, Luke, uh, 1 Corinthians the 11th chapter, and, and we're going to read the, uh, the first verse. And I read the first verse because of the fact that, that uh, Paul is telling the church here to be ye followers of me, referring to himself, even as I also am of the Lord. And that's an important thing to realize it, you know, that um, if, if you can't follow a man, then get rid of him. I, I believe that. If you can't follow a man, get rid of him. Uh, and uh, so, but but he says, Be ye followers of me, even as also I am the church. Now go down to verse 17 of that same chapter. He says, Now in this that I declare unto you, I praise you not, that ye come together not for the better, but for the worse. Now, you have to understand, I preached to you here a while back on uh, head covering. Well, this is what's in the first part of this chapter. And Paul is rebuking the church because of their head covering and the, the lack of it. And he's also, uh, uh, he's also given instructions to the church concerning the head covering. But now he, he says something here just as soon as he gets done with the head covering. He says here, he says, uh, well, in the 15th verse, he says, But if a woman have long hair, it is the glory to her, for her hair is given her for a covering. But if a man seem to be, con- if, if any man seem to be contentious, we have no such custom, neither the churches of God. Now in this, that I declare unto you, I praise you not, that ye come together, not for the better, but for the worse. Now, he says, for first of all, when you come together in the church, I hear that there be divisions among you, and I partly believe it. For there must be also heresies among you, that they which are approved may be made manifest among you. When you came together, therefore, into one place, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. For in eating, every one taketh uh, before other his own supper, and one is hungry, and another is drunken. What, have ye not houses to eat, and to drink in, or despise ye the church of God, and shame them that have not? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in this? I praise you not. For I have received of the Lord, and this is the, the very... Uh, the very, uh, uh, I guess you could say, the ceremony of the of, of the Lord's church. He says, "For I have received of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread." Now, if you if you just listen to what Paul is saying here, I'm going to read that one more time. I want you to get this. For I have received of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night 
in which he was betrayed, took bread. Now, who betrayed him? It was, um, it was um, Judas Iscariot. And when he had given thanks, he break it and say, Take eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show. That word show is the same word for preach. Ye do preach the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily, shall he shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of this that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and dranketh unworthily eateth and dranketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Wherefore, my my brethren, when you come together to eat, tarry one for another. And if any man hunger, let him eat at home, and ye come not together unto condemnation, and the rest will I set in order when I come. Now go back to Luke uh, 22. Back to Luke 22. And I want to read some verses here to you. And uh, I want to tell you this is not a, uh, this is not a contradiction. And I, I just want to be sure you, you, you see that and understand it. Now the feast of unleavened bread drew nigh. Now that was, that was the, which is called the Passover. Now it's not the Lord's Supper. That's not what he's referring to here. Which is called the Passover. And that, that's all the Jews observe this time and this day. But the Lord said that there's going to be a certain time that, uh, I'm going to meet with my people separately I'm not going to, I'm not going to observe it with the whole crowd at the, at the, at the, uh, synagogue. And the chief priests and, and scribes sought how they might kill him, for they feared the people. Then entered Satan into Judas, surname Iscariot, being of the number of the twelve, and he went his way and communed with the chief priest and captains, how he might betray him unto them. And they were glad and, 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 and covenant to give him money. And he promised and sought opportunity to betray him unto them in the absence of the multitude. Then came the day of unleavened bread when, when the Passover must be killed. And he sent Peter and John saying, go and prepare us. That's particularly. Go and prepare us the Passover that we may eat. In other words, they were observing the Passover, uh, as, as a Jewish nation, but he says, go and prepare us a Passover that we may eat. And they said unto him, where will thou, what, where will that thou, that we, where will thou that we prepare? And he said unto them, behold, when ye 
or entered into the city, there shall a man meet you bearing a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house where he entereth in. And ye shall say unto the man, good man of the house, the master saith unto thee, where is the gas gas chamber where I shall eat the Passover with my disciples? Them only. And he shall show you a large upper room furnished there, uh, uh, make ready. And they went and found as he had said unto them, and they made ready the Passover. And now you understand this is a narrative now. This is not something Christ said. It's a narrative. And when the house, when the hour was come, he sat down and the twelve disciples, apostles with him. And he said unto them, with desire I have, now remember what Paul said here. Paul said over there that while he was observing the Lord's Supper, Judas was out betraying him. For he said unto them, with desire I have desire to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. The fulfillment of the kingdom of God was that, that he was going to go and die for them. And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine uh, until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took bread and gave thanks and break it. And said to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. And, and, and likewise, the, also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is, is, is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. Now you'll notice, um, go, go ahead, let me pray. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this day. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings of it. Thank you for watching over us, taking care of us. Thank you, Lord, for the time we have together here, for it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. Um, as you can see, that um, the primary part of, of, you know, they some people call this the Lord's Supper. Some call it the Passover. And, and that I'm talking about what it, what the, this thing in, this, in Luke here. Some call it the Passover. Some call it the Lord's Supper. But there's, there's three different, uh, explanations of this. Paul sort of gives the fourth one. There's three different explanations of this in, in the Bible. Uh, Matthew has a different explanation of it. Um, um, uh, Luke here has an explanation of it. And, and, and John has a, a little different ex, ex, uh, uh, explanation of it. And so, but the thing about it is, is when you harmonize all of them, when you put them all together, then what you come up with is that Jesus did not observe the Passover, uh, with the Jews when they were having their day, their, the day of the Passover, but he was observing what is called today the Lord's Supper with only his twelve. Now, if you, if you read through the scripture, you'll find twelve always represented the church. It always had, and I don't have time to get into all that tonight because uh, we're going to observe the Lord's Supper here in just a few minutes. 
But uh, it, it always represented the Lord's church. Now, now we know some people get confused when they see that, uh, and I've had this question asked, and it's a legitimate question. Uh, I've had this question asked that uh, when the Bible says that, that there was 120 members of the Lord's church at that time. Well, it does say that. It does say that. But when you when you talk about the twelve, the twelve always represented the church. The twelve always represented members. If they had five hundred members, or if they had a hundred and twenty members, as they did uh, on the day of Pentecost, uh, whatever type of members they had, the twelve always represented the church, and that's the institution of the church, the, the growing of the church. And everything that the church did, the twelve represented. Now we do know that um, that when uh, when the uh, uh, when the uh, time came for the um, in, in the book of Acts, we know that Jesus, or not Jesus, but that the church voted to replace Judas, and so. Yet they, and, and I'm going to tell you, when it comes to, when it comes to this, there, there's some things that you really, you really have to get down and study. Um, they voted for Matthias to be the one to replace Judas, but yet, now the Apostle Paul came along, and the Apostle Paul says that he was the one, that, that he, that he was an apostle, uh, uh, out of due time. And so when you consider that, then what you would consider then they'd be 13 apostles. If you, if you go ahead and count Judas Iscariot, there would be 13 apostles, uh, because they chose Matthias to replace, to replace Judas. And so Paul comes along later. Paul says that, that he was a, 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 an apostle. And so there would be 13 apostles there. So that's the reason that most Bible scholars, and I'm certainly not one of those, but that's the reason most Bible scholars believe uh, that the twelve always represented the church. Always represented the church. Anytime they mentioned the twelve, it always represented the church as a whole. It would be just like uh, just like us taking, uh, uh, say, twelve people here to, to, to totally represent Landmark Baptist Church. And, and that representation would be to the point to where that, <clears throat> that uh, any time those 12 were mentioned, it would be the whole church. <clears throat> That's the reason it's important that you be together on what you believe and what you stand for. Because, you know, who, who today is representing Landmark Baptist Church? Who in Paul's day was representing the Corinthian church? Uh, it was Paul. Paul says, I want you to follow me as I follow the Lord. And then he goes on and gives an explanation of, of the Lord's Supper. And so, so you, you have to find, you have to have somebody that you can follow as being, you, you just can't go out and freelance on your own. No church can do that. And, and, and that's, that's a bad thing that people have today. People think that they can just go out and just do anything they want to in the name of the church. And, and not have the church's authority because they don't believe in church's authority. We've got people today, we've got preachers daily who once were strong on church authority. They don't even believe in it anymore. 
They don't even believe in church authority anymore. They don't believe the church has any authority. So if the church voted to have Brother Sam to represent the church and give him authority to represent the church, then Brother Sam would be mentioned. If Brother Sam is mentioned, he's also representing Landmark Baptist Church. That's, that's just the way the church was. And when the church voted for Matthias, you know, Matthias was voted to represent the church in lieu of, of, um, of, of Judas. And then Paul comes along and Paul says, well, I'm an apostle. And of course, the Corinthian church said he was lying. They, they accused him of lying. They accused him of not being what, what he said he was. They, they accused him of not being an apostle. And, uh, and, and so, uh, that's where Paul, uh, uh, talks about that in, in another chapter in Corinthians, where Paul tells them over there, he, he, you know, he says, uh, uh, he says, uh, I, he, he goes on and ex- explains to them why he has the authority of an apostle, and he goes and explains that to them. They're, they're in the book of Corinthians. We don't have time to talk about all that this morning, but I'm trying to talk about some of it. Because I, I want the, the main thing with the Lord's Supper, that is, the Lord's Supper was given to the Lord's church. Now, I used to, at one time years ago, I used to think that, well, if everybody wasn't here, then you couldn't serve the Lord's Supper. But then I changed that thinking. Because I changed that thinking because in the sense that if the Lord gives you authority to do something, and observe the Lord's Supper, then then somebody's got to take the lead in it. If, no, if nobody's here, somebody's got to take the lead in it. And and that's exactly what uh, the Apostle Paul did at the church of Corinth. He took the lead in it, and, and he led the church, and, and led the church like it was, and, 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 and as, as an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, we as pastors today, we can lead the church as 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 pastors or under shepherds of the Lord during this day when the when the Lord is absent from his people. Not that he's not absent he's not absent with them as far as as spirit is concerned, but he's absent with them as far as body is concerned. And so he leaves someone to represent that church. Now this is the same thing if if something happens to me, then the church can vote to have church can vote to have one person in the church to represent them. Or the church can vote to have uh, eight or nine people in the church to represent them. The church can vote, and whoever the church votes, then then they'll always be, let's just say, they vote for nine people to represent the church and looking for a new pastor. Well, any time anytime those nine are mentioned, then they, they're mentioned as representatives of the church there. And that's the way, that's the way it was in the Bible, you know represented as as a church so yeah they had 120 members but the 12 always represented a church from the very beginning the 12 always represented a church and that's why that we say and we know we, we don't know back over in the book of luke here if he was observing the lord's supper or not because you, you talk about today the, the day of the passover and, and and then jesus tells them said no we're going to we're going to go and do this so we, we don't know, we don't know that he, he wouldn't do the Passover with all the rest of the Jews, or he, he, he took his twelve aside and he did the Passover 
uh, with them. That's what the narrative says as far as in, in, in what I read to you. So the Lord's Supper was given to the Lord's church only. You know, and, and that's why we believe in close communion. We believe in close communion. We believe that communion should be given only to the members of the Lord's church. Now, um, you know, all of us should know who's a member and who's not here uh, at Landmark Baptist Church. And so, uh, you know, if, if I was, wasn't able to walk around here <coughs> and pass out the Lord's Supper, I may call on one of you brethren to do it. I can do that. I can call on one of you brethren to do it. And I can, I can tell you, if you do it in, 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 in my place, if you'll go along and if you'll pass it out, then you need to know, all you brethren need to know who are members of, of, of Landmark Baptist Church. You need to know, you need to know a lot about your church. You need to understand a lot about your church. See, well, what we have today is people don't understand a lot about the church. And, and, and I can see that. I can see where the importance of people, uh, where people's importance might be. You know, today it may be the church. Tomorrow it may be something else. The next day it may be something else different. The next day it may be something else different. Where, where the attention of people are as far as the Lord's church is concerned. There shouldn't be a morning that any of you members get up that you shouldn't think about your church. And I said this, I said this, uh, I believe two, two, maybe two Wednesday nights ago. I said this, I said, I see people who are, they're taking pictures of their church, they take pictures of the congregation, and they're proud of them, even though they may not be sound in faith, but they're proud of them. They're, they're, they're proud of their, they're proud of their church. And I, I said this about the one over in Perry, you know, she's always bragging on uh, the church that she goes to. But it's, it's not, it's not a church like ours. But she's proud of her church. And, and, and people are. And so you should always be that. I'm not saying, I'm not using the word proud in that sense. But what I'm saying is you ought to have a love for your church that it would be the first thing that you'd want to tell anybody about is your church. You want to tell anybody about your church, you know, and, and, and how much you love your church and what you care about. That don't happen today. That don't happen amongst a lot of churches today. That doesn't, that doesn't happen today. And it's a sad thing. Also, the Lord's Supper is a symbol of separation and, and is to be instituted correctly. You know, if, 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 if Paul didn't say what he said in 1 Corinthians 11th chapter about unworthily taking the Lord's Supper, then, uh, then there is no, you know, this is the only time that the church separates itself from everybody else. And that's why every member ought to be here today. Every member ought to be here today. I'm telling you, folks, they ought to be here today. They know. Everybody knows the, the, every month it's got five Sundays in it. We observe the Lord's Supper the fifth Sunday. Everybody should know that. And just like I told the Sunday school class today, somebody called me up this week. And they said, uh, don't, do you remember we take a Lord's Supper? And, and I thought that was pretty nice. I thought that was pretty good that somebody would call me up and ask me if I remember that. And, uh, and, you know, I, I get kind of crazy sometimes anymore. 
And so it wouldn't be it wouldn't be it wouldn't be surprise me any if I forget some things. Uh, but uh, but the thing about it is is we ought to be concerned about this day. Well, there's some that's not. They're not here today. They should be concerned about it. And I, it may be two people, it may be five people, it may be ten people. But they're not concerned about this this day. And now Paul and I read it to you. Paul Paul talks about those who have no concernment for the Lord's body. He talks about what happens to them when they when they can't discern the Lord's body. Then they they, they don't know what's going to happen to them. It's sad to say. The supper was uh, the the church here was an observing the supper correctly, and and Paul gave them the reason why. He said, "You got divisions in your church." Now, do we have divisions in Landmark Baptist Church? As far as belief, I don't think so. As far as what the church stands for, I don't believe we have. But yet there's people who don't care to divide themselves from the church. And and I'm not talking about division. I'm talking about divide themselves from the church because that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. They're dividing themselves from the church. And who knows where they are? Can, can any of you tell me where they are? Can you tell me? Can any of you tell me what they're doing? You say, "Oh, they had to go to Disney World." I, you don't have to go to Disney World, and unless you got a lot of money, you don't need to go. Because my, I, I saw somebody said the other day that it for a family of four, it's going to take about two thousand dollars to go to Disney World. Some of you might say, "Was well, more than that?" Is it more than that, Reggie? Well, huh? Yeah. So, you know, uh, it don't cost you a thing to come to your church on this special day. Matter of fact, you're going to gain by coming to the Lord's church on this special day. The supper was not right because they served it incorrectly. These people, instead of serving the Lord's church, somebody said, well, let's just all take our lunch because we got people over there, poor people, and we'll just we'll just all take a lunch and we'll invite them to eat with us. Well, that's what they did, and they called it the Lord's Supper. You can call anything the Lord's Supper. You 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 can get together and go out here and and go to uh, go to uh, 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 Shoney's or someplace like that and and eat and say, well, this is the Lord's Supper. You can do that. You can say that. You can have prayer. You can pray over it, and, and, and you can talk about talk about it, talk about the communion together, and you can call it the Lord's Supper, but it won't be right. They, this church was calling what they were doing the Lord's Supper. And Paul said, That's, it's not the Lord's Supper. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not going to praise you for doing the Lord's Supper when it's not the Lord's Supper. And also there is a correct way to serve the Lord's Supper. And Paul says, I'm going to give it to you just exactly the way I received it. And that's what I'm doing today. I'm giving it to you just exactly the way I was taught it. Brother Jim Jeffries, I, I remember when he, the first time he ever served the Lord's Supper at Emmanuel Baptist Church when he was there. First time he ever served the Lord's Supper, I watched him. I watched what he did. And that's exactly the way he did it. 
And Paul said, I'm, I'm, Paul says, I'm serving it to you exactly the way I received it. And that's what I'm doing today. All right, let's, let's prepare ourselves for the Lord's Supper.